All right, guys. So we're here for the first bonus episode. I have Chrissy joining me for a topic or for a discussion, I should say, on boundaries. Oh, and we also have Trixie and probably Zero at some point will be barging into the bedroom. So or the office. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the things that I found on boundaries was that people tend to look at them as very selfish to set boundaries and i'm gonna go let the dog into the studio before she flips out what is what is your thought on it being a selfish thing i don't think the boundaries have to be a selfish thing they don't have to be rooted in being selfish i think that boundaries can be something that you put into place to make sure other people are successful with you you know if you know that there are certain topics or discussions that are just taboo you cannot discuss this without other people, without getting emotionally invested and possibly having some anger. Or, you know, if there are certain actions that bring you to a place where you're like, all right, this is my line. I think letting people know where your lines are, is that, it's not selfish. It's helping them. But is it is it not selfish and self-serving, I guess, for lack of a better term, to expect everybody else to keep you happy and healthy what at what point does a boundary go from being this makes me healthy to i expect you to present me with the reality i can handle when you put it in that manner is there a consequence there you go yeah right yep so that's the big change and on top of that people can decide you know whether or not they respect your boundaries or if they even want to have your friendship it's possible yes you might put so many boundaries up that people go ooh. I don't think I can have friendship with this person because they have a lot of requirements and hoops. But once again, would you rather have, you know, I don't know. I So that's <laughs> that's where I have been struggling with this idea of healthy boundaries. I know I could set boundaries, but I don't know if they were really boundaries when the result was people were afraid to cross the boundary because of those are not. Yeah, those are right? healthy yeah. boundaries. Those are just. <laughs> You running around like his lordship, <laughs> telling everyone what they can and cannot do. That's not a help. That's not a boundary. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm not the best person to talk about boundaries with. To be fair, neither am I. We're not. <laughs> I, I, we're not educating anybody. We're just talking okay. about the concept of as boundaries. Long as that's the understanding. No, no education here. I'm uh-huh. the, all of this shit we'll be talking about on here is shit that I don't know anything about. So, so I'm really great with. In a professional environment, setting some boundaries. I know that in a professional environment that like I'm going to work at a certain ethic. I'm going to work at a certain pace. And my expectation is for everybody to do the same. And I put that out there. (laughs) Is that a boundary or an expectation? Ooh. Right. Because careful, zero. I think if you're. If you're setting it as I expect everybody to do what I'm doing, I don't know if I'd call that a boundary as much. Whereas is I think the boundary would be I I, I, mean, I don't know where would the boundary in that be? So for me, the boundary is it's not personal. It's based upon your actions. So, so you're separating out business and yes. personal and which I think is a healthy way to, to set boundaries. I think a lot of us struggle in creating a boundary between work and personal and, and that's the thing. I've, family and friends and right. Every, everybody. I think there's value in everybody having their own 
island box, whatever you want to call it, because then I've seen you do this with your friends. You've got your fun friends. You've got your serious friends. You've got your friends who you've known forever and a day who are just there no matter what you've got. And it's not that you've purposely put everybody right. in these boxes, but they just kind of based on your interactions with them, spoken or unspoken boundaries, everybody just kind of falls into these little places in your life where you know what the what the relationship is. I have different connections with different people for different things. Yes. So in, in essence, that's creating boundaries, I think, because everybody knows or even if they don't know spoken they they know that this is the relationship you and i have i don't know i do have um the dogs do not have any boundaries i don't know i I think that the only thing i have very well spoken boundaries about involve like personal ah sorry zero would you stop girls sit sit they don't sit trixie done we're done I don't know. I think the only thing I've got a real clear boundary on in my home life is just drug addiction. If people are actively addicted to a drug or a substance that is illegal and not legally prescribed to them, I do not condone that behavior and I don't surround myself with it because it's unsafe. So, so it's it's less about drug use and more about safety. You're putting a boundary around your family's safety. Yes. I think that's a healthy thing to get again. So maybe that's my boundary. My boundary is when it comes to safety issues. But again, I think that falls in line with work too, though, for you. So, well, I, I mean, that that's up. the question. Like when, what makes something a healthy boundary? What I have found is a, a healthy boundary can be enforced positively mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't feel, make the other person feel like they're being forced or coerced or, like they're losing out on something or being drug along. Right. So a healthy boundary has to be the way I'm looking at it is a healthy boundary has to be something positive. I want to be treated with respect versus I don't want to be, because if I don't want to be treated like shit, well, that opens the door up to. You have to go into the different types of shit. You don't want to be treated. Right. Versus if, if I expect to be treated with (laughs) compassion and and respect, well, then there you go. Everybody knows what that means. And if that boundary is crossed because maybe there is a miscommunication, we open the door up to, hey, here's what I really meant. That was crossing that line. Now, you know, going forward, now that's put in place. Everybody's happy. We're not using violence or aggression or control to put those in place. That to me is is the key between a coercion right. and and boundaries. Well, okay. So we figured out what a healthy boundary looks like and sounds like coming out. Let's go into the process of what happens when a boundary's crossed. What happens when a boundary's crossed? What happens when a boundary? So I know where I used to go, right? right? The old me was so. Let's say what it, what it shouldn't look like when a boundary's right? crossed. Violence is a bad thing. When you have a crossed boundary. No, you guys are in here for a minute now. I'm not getting up again. But I think it depends on whether that boundary, because I, I wholeheartedly believe you can have spoken and unspoken boundaries. I believe every every single interaction we have with anybody in our day, whether it be a 30 second spot stoplight stop mm-hmm. or a person you work with eight hours a day, everybody has a boundary in place. Sometimes so are they personal boundaries or societal boundaries? I, boundary is a boundary. Why do we why are we 
distinguishing between or differentiating between societal, personal work. Because you can't control societal boundaries. You You can control interpersonal. You can't. The only way to control interpersonal boundaries is to communicate them. True. And you can't communicate societal boundaries without coming across as a pompous jerk. But societal boundaries are, are, are inherently unspoken. Everybody knows that everybody has a personal space. Everybody knows to stay out of that personal space. Everybody, right? They're all except of these, for when they don't, except for when they don't. But then I think we are within our rights to express that unexpressed boundary and go, excuse me, you're, you're closer to me than I am comfortable with. Now you've expressed and put that boundary in place. Now they know, right? So now it's a spoken boundary, but it's still, the boundary was there all along. It's just gone from <laughs> unspoken to spoken. And I, I, but and my point is, I think all boundaries are that way. So here's the fun part, right? So what happens when someone crosses that boundary? Let's pretend like it is a spoken boundary. I, I believe we have to redefine what the boundary is with them going in, in a, in a respectful manner, obviously, right? But you reinforce the boundary, mm-hmm. explain how it was violated, mm-hmm. and then obviously you give another chance. Okay. Now, so, how many chances are right, you giving, right? Now, yeah. this is where we go of you have made a spoken boundary. There are some times in life where you are going to, you know, to quote Batman, people who want to watch the world burn, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens when you discover one of those people in your life is unfortunately one of those people who are not going to respect boundaries. Sometimes it's because people are inconsiderate, sadly enough. I mean, or sometimes it's because people are in their own lives or in their own spaces. And sometimes it's because we are surrounded by narcissistic sociopaths. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't disagree with that. But, there but are either a way, there are, there are a percentage of people in this world that aren't going to right and you're gonna come across those right and sometimes we do just run into those people when you run into that situation where have a spoken known boundary has been crossed multiple times it is not something that you are willing to wager on how do you communicate that broken boundary and how do you and it is not a boundary that you're willing to no, like if, if, if it's yeah. a hard boundary, a sure. Yes. I, I believe you don't have to necessarily, if it has been spoken more than once mm-hmm. about it being violated mm-hmm. at that point, I personally don't think there's any need to express that we're no longer giving that option. You just no longer give that person that option. You no longer let them in those situations where that boundary can be crossed. And then there's no stress over it. And if they ask, you can express, hey, I don't, I don't feel comfortable doing said thing with you. But I don't believe that because to to speak it is just to, in my opinion, to allow it to become a point of friction, a point where, oh, well, you don't want to be with. Right. You, you're you're inviting you're inviting argument if if you. If you approach it that way. Right. Do, do you not agree? You look like you're wanting uh, to. No, no, I just I just like playing devil's advocate. So. Here's the question. Let's pretend like someone has broken a boundary with you. They have broken a large spoken boundary with you, but they express remorse later on. Do you. And then do you allow them to 
I think based on the fact that I a hundred percent believe that people have the ability to change. Yes, you have to. If, if they express heartfelt remorse, then I, I wholeheartedly believe another chance is warranted. Now, if said boundary continues, then right, then that heartfelt remorse is no longer heartfelt remorse. It's control manipulation. It, it turns into violence versus connection. Connection. There you go. So I, I think I am wholeheartedly with cutting violent people out of my life. What we can tell from this is that we have to speak our boundaries, right? Clearly. Clearly speak speak your boundaries or at least attempt to. I mean, that's the hard thing is even putting boundaries into words. You know, how do you tell someone like, well, I guess you're right. We can do it with positives. I want to surround myself with blank. I want to be in a space that blanks. You know, I think that's the only way to do is to express them in a positive form. I think it's a lot easier to. Not only that, I think that's the only way people could take it, uh, handle it. Yeah, exactly. Boundaries are interesting. They're hard. They're not an easy topic. This is one that will be explored over and over and over again. Uh, Well, that's the thing. They're very hard because once you get them right, though, it's a lot easier. But that's why they're so hard to get right. Well, once they're once they're set up in a healthy manner with the right people surrounding you, they're literally, in my opinion, it's 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 literally an autopilot thing at that point. Because would you say it's the Ronco cooker? Set it and forget it. Absolutely right. You know that's my favorite. Yes, I think that is good. I think that's where we'll cut it, guys. So hopefully that made sense to anybody out there. Thank you for listening. We'll be back again. Maybe, Chris, you'll be back again with me next time. We'll see. I don't know. But thank you guys for listening.